Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. So tonight I'm going to talk about my birth experience during COVID last year. All right. So I know many of you ladies uh, have considered, you know, having a baby at home, you know, or just outside of the hospital. And I want to share my special experience with y'all. You know, I do believe that, you know, my, my experience was beneficial for me and other ladies that I've talked to about it. Uh, I also feel like this is something that we should be able to be knowledgeable about, you know. So my experience is just my experience. And in no way am I telling y'all to go and have a home birth, you know. However, I am going to inform you, you know, on, you know, what was the best choice for me and my family. You know, and as always, if any of this resonates with you, most definitely do what you feel is best to do. Uh, my experience blossomed as I gained, you know, a lot of knowledge uh, from this experience, from the research, from the, you know, insight that I gained and the knowledge from my doulas and my midwife, you know, that I worked with. So, you know, first things first, you know, I was pregnant in June 2020. I got pregnant. Um, I was not expecting the baby. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I was not trying to have a baby, uh, but you know, I started my spiritual journey in 2019, and what was really special about this moment was I started uh, venerating my ancestors. I started talking to my ancestors in May of 2020, and, you know, I got pregnant shortly after that. So I know there's some alignment there, of course, you know, but around this time, um, I had just withdrawn my daughter from school, you know, due to like the increased numbers of COVID cases that were going around, you know, and I was like, you know, I'm going to take control of my life. I was like, nah. And I had been connecting with different people, you know, and I found, um, crystal alkaline doula. Uh, she really doesn't need any introduction, but, um, for people who don't know her, she's an herbalist. She's the doula who really inspired my entire pregnancy. You know, so if you don't know her, you know, go find her on Facebook. My girl is like, she is the truth. You know, when it comes to knowledge surrounding women's health, uh, children and pregnancies, she's going back to the natural ways, you know, the ways we were doing it before. And she has a lot of knowledge, you know, so, you know, a lot of my knowledge I gained from Crystal. You know, I really made a conscious decision that I would have an unassisted pregnancy, you know, and this is where I would have no intervention during the pregnancy. So this means no doctors, no doctor visits, you know, so although I didn't go to the doctor, I did regularly, you know, go see my midwives team, you know, they checked on my heart, my blood pressure, you know, the baby, you know, all that. So it's just elimination of going to a doctor. You know, I'm going to a trained person who understands the vagina and I'm not trying to disrespect any doctors out there. You know, don't. It's just my experience. And I'm going to explain a little bit more as to why, you know, I have these different feelings about doctors. OK, so. um, So, yeah, I didn't go to the doctor. Um, They, they checked up on me, you know, so as a lot of y'all. Um, that know me y'all know that my daughter has special needs you know my oldest daughter you know so I had a really extremely traumatic experience you know being pregnant with her and we also spent a month in the NICU you know so there were a lot of things that I really don't want to discuss in this podcast because um, this is not about Melissa this is about Looney Fat Luna you know my last baby so um 
yeah, so like there, you know, there were a lot of things that were out of my control, you know, with Melissa and, you know, the doctors, they did a lot of savage shit to my baby, you know, but, um, it's just, I, I'm in control now, you know, the fears, all the things that, you know, I had experienced in my first pregnancy. I was like, I'm not going to go through this again. I'm not going to be relying on people. So, you know, I told myself I'd be in control. You know, I learned from Crystal already. You know, I learned the, the natural cosmic way of giving birth, you know, without doctors. And they did it, you know, a lot of us women did it for centuries. You know, this goes back to the beginning of time where we've been giving birth alone, you know, without doctors. You may have a midwife there. You may have somebody who is skilled in, you know, the vagina. And that's amazing. That's who you need. You need somebody who knows the vagina not intervention but someone who really knows you know so now I get I get um really anxious when I think about it you know (laughs) when I think about you know my experience with the hospital you know but we really really got to just remember that there's a striking number of black women you know who die in the hospital you know and I got with my spouse you know and I told him everything and I learned and everything I wanted to do without the doctor you know and he's always really supportive of me so you know whatever I wanted to do he was in support of it so the things that I learned about having doctor visits that's nuts and that is so savage I want to let y'all know this this is everything that I learned from Crystal she has facts to back it up so you know you can definitely go follow her on social media she talks about it all the time but for me the number one thing that I felt just so uncomfortable about you know my first pregnancy was the vagina check you know it's so wrong you know on so many levels you know I'm not really gonna explain why it's wrong (laughs) but when you have a baby in there and they're just shoving their you know their hands all in there you know while you're carrying a baby no it's not okay all right number two is ultrasounds it kills the skin cells in the body of the baby you know and this is why a lot of women have miscarriages and early labor you know, also the ultrasound is very loud, you know, it's scary for the baby, you know, and it really makes you wonder why, you know, when you watch your ultrasound, the baby's always moving so much, you know, it's just, you know, and also in different countries and, you know, other continents, uh, especially Canada, they have like four, uh, four appointments, you know, within the 10 months of us being pregnant compared to women in the U.S. who have, you know, at least 15 don't count it if it's high risk pregnancy you're going to be there all the time you know so it's really unnecessary you know it's really creating an environment where people put all their faith into doctors when they're just winging it you know each pregnancy is different and the doctors only know how to intervene you know everything everything you know that they're that they're doing is kind of like a, a guessing you know, this is like, okay, if this happens, this is what we're going to do here. But they can't tell you how to give birth because it's a natural process. It is not up to us. It's not up to us as women. It's up to that baby. That baby is coming whether you like it or not. You know, and this is a natural process for mama and baby. And this is always going to be because this, this was written. You know, we are able to create life. And life comes out of us. We don't need a doctor to tell us that, you know, hey, the baby's going to do this. To, you know, that, that's not their job. They're just there to 
help you through your process. And that's pretty much why I really considered, you know, getting a midwife team. Because when I was doing my research and understanding, you know, what the midwives do in comparison to a doula, in comparison to a doctor, you know, a midwife goes to school for this. They go to school, they are trained, they know exactly what to do, how to intervene, and they're also more knowledgeable on your baby when it comes to the natural birthing process, you know, so looking for a holistic doula or a holistic midwife those are going to be the ones who want to take it back to your natural roots as well you know so a lot of them are skilled and you know different things and no disrespect to doctors but they're checking up on you on your appointments they're taking your blood which is unnecessary you know they're um they're shoving their fists in your vagina it's just unnecessary these appointments are unnecessary i know there's a lot of people who have high-risk pregnancies i'm not talking to y'all you know do y'all really believe that y'all need to go to the doctor and in no way am i trying to down anybody about going to the doctor especially if your pregnancy is traumatic so this is not this is not you know i'm not not shaming anybody at all this is my experiences and these are facts you know so when we have what we would consider a high risk pregnancy like i did with my first baby i did go to the doctor i went all the time i went more than um 25 times to the doctor you know multiple ultrasounds all the time you know just bad news just all this stress you know it's just so much when you really think about it you know going to uh, this journey you know I really noticed you know how I was able to have more control over my life in regards to my body and my decisions that I have with my children you know so you know Everybody in my family, you know, that, that lived with me, we all, um, we were really serious about our health. You know, we really um, put forth more effort into having a healthier diet. You know, we cut out dairy. We limited um, toxic water. So we started buying Mountain Valley water and just spring water, like eternal water. Essentia uh, is really good too. So, you know, we started taking our herbs. Most definitely, that was like one of the number one things. For me, I was taking herbs. I was drinking my teas, you know. And as the baby grew, I started doing hypnobirthing. And this is a, a technique that, you know, uses like the power of suggestion. You know, also meditation to alleviate the fears that, you know, us mom have, you know, to make the pregnancy and the labor, you know, less stressful and also less painful. So, you know, I watched multiple meditation sessions, you know, listened to high vibrational music to leave all the stress that I was going through, you know, so I released anything that didn't serve me anymore. So all the negative things and the start of my pregnancy, I started releasing people who were getting on my nerves, <laughs> you know, people who were just not good for me. I didn't deal with them, you know. And that's something that we have to remember is the baby is getting all our memories. The baby is seeing everything like a movie. You know, they're inside of our stomach, but they're feeling things. They're just so connected with us, you know, in spirit because we are carrying two souls inside of us while we're pregnant. It's just a beautiful thing. You know, so let's think on a deeper level, like let's take care of this baby a little bit more. Like let's understand like how the natural process is for women who are having a baby and it's less intervention, you know, less stress on the mom, less stress on the baby. Why wouldn't we, you know? So I had my first uh, midwifery appointment 
and I was just amazed, you know, like, I didn't, this was my first experience, I didn't know much, they got out a stethoscope, because I told them I didn't want any ultrasounds whatsoever, you know, so we have um, the stethoscope, and that's not an ultrasound, it's, uh, it's a little harder to hear the heartbeat of the baby, but you can still hear the heartbeat, and it's doing no damage to the baby, so... It was awesome. You know, they checked my vitals. They gave me a nice fat ass jar of herbs, you know, that would help, um, you know, promote a healthy pregnancy. And they gave me all these books and these videos, you know, to do more my own research, you know, on how to have a successful pregnancy. You know, so they really set me up with, you know, my own information, because regardless, if you have a midwife team, they'll go with you to the hospital. You know, they'll go with you to the hospital. They'll go with you home. They have a birthing center at their um, at their location most times. You know, so they're very supportive of what you're doing. So even if you do go to the hospital, your midwives can speak for you. You know, and a lot of times we're scared and we're nervous. We don't want to, you know, feel like we're disrespecting a doctor because they know everything. And also we're really like... Uh, stressed out you know we can't really speak for ourselves sometimes we're like we don't even want to talk you know during this um experience during labor you know so having those midwives you know was really important for me they really set me up with success for real like I started um seeing a chiropractor you know and this was provided for me through my midwives you know so um she specialized in the Webster technique and this is like a like a gentle adjustment for pregnant women and for babies, you know, it aligns the pelvis to like function properly, you know, cause we're pregnant and like, we're really going against gravity. The baby's moving. So our body's like shifting and like, we're sore. Our back is sore. We got some aches. Those adjustments were like heaven. <laughs> they were amazing, you know? So it, it, but it definitely helps align the baby, you know, properly. Cause, um, third trimester you want your baby on the left side of the body you know head down you know ready to ready to come you know ready to come out you know so learning all this stuff learning how what position the baby needs to be in and how to you know position them in a better way this was amazing you know so she used this um little device I think it's called an activator tool don't quote me on that please (laughs) but I think it's called an activator tool so like it was like it's real painless it was like a little click 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 and she pretty much like bam bam all my little spots it just kind of went back you know to where it was supposed to be going and it was just awesome you know I was really aligned And it really made me happy, you know, because I had so much support, like all the support that I had from these women was nuts. Like it really was. I wasn't with them long because um, it took me a while to even find my midwives. I'm in I'm in Texas, so it's not many holistic midwives here or even doulas, you know, and because this was my first home birth, I didn't just want a doula. I wanted a doula and a midwife because I wanted to have that backup team, you know, because your doula is not a midwife. She's not intervening in any type of um, labor. She's just helping you through the process. So emotionally, she's helping you physically, you know, she's rubbing you down. She's, she's helping, but she's in no way is helping you give birth. She's helping you. She's your supports, and that's pretty much what doulas are. They're never going to be, well, I mean, unless they're a doula and a midwife, unless they're certified, you know, they're really not going to be going in and, and grabbing the baby, <laughs> you know, helping help, helping the baby come out the vagina. <laughs> so 
you know, just knowing, you know, what I was looking for and, you know, setting up my plan, it was really nice. You know, I set up a plan of care that was planned for me, that was designed for me and my babies, you know. So uh, my due date was originally March 5th of 21. So, you know, as my days just kept coming, you know, there was there was a night where I was super happy. Like, I think we had brownies and like cookies and like, that's what I enjoyed when I was pregnant. (laughs) You know, I really couldn't eat spaghetti. It was really hard for me to have like that acid. She didn't like it. But um, also I say she and my, I didn't know my gender of of the baby, of course, because I didn't have an ultrasound. So I didn't know what she was but um my sister and my uh my my man we were all talking and we were just kicking up shit you know and we joked about how the baby was gonna come earlier than the fifth you know and this was the third so literally hours after this conversation I started having like start slight contractions you know and I thought it was just you know Braxton Hicks contractions I was like okay I ain't worried about it, you know, and this was like around 11 p.m., you know, so, and the, but they never stopped, they just kept coming, and they were hard, you know, and I was not ready at all, I was like, no, <laughs> you know, and they just kept coming, so um, I reached out to my midwives, and I told them, and they were like, okay, uh, just track them, and once they get closer, you know, just give us a call, and Shortly after that, it just kind of like eased away. Not necessarily eased, of course, but I was able to go to sleep. So um, I woke up like around um, 7, 7 in the morning, and that's when my contractions kind of came back harder, you know, than before. And they just never let up. So, you know, we knew that we were getting ready for labor, you know, like we were really excited. So we, we heated up my water pool that I had bought, you know, with hot water. You know, so we, we were, um, I was on the edge of the pool and I was relaxing. My contractions were getting, you know, more painful, like as time went by and I started drinking my herbal teas, you know, I had my good music on and the teas that I was um, drinking, they were help, they were helping to relax the muscles in my vagina, you know, so I started also rubbing on, rubbing myself with some lavender oil and my man was behind me uh, giving me a massage, you know, he was reassuring me that everything was okay, you know, it was cool, you know, he set the tone, like he really, really helped me. He was like the best doula. He don't even know he's a doula, but he was like the best doula. But my water was warm. It was nice and hot. You know, I had my favorite music on and it was really awesome. My, um, my parents showed up like around like five hours after my labor started, you know, and they were there to give me some support. You know, this was like, you know, hour five in the pool And I really felt like it was forever, you know. So I went to lay down, you know, I went to lay down in my bed. And the more my contractions came, the more irritated I got with my man because he kept constantly telling me to breathe. He's like, breathe, make sure you breathe. And I was like, oh my God. Like he was focused on helping me, but I was irritated. You know, I I was irritated. I had been, I guess, not in active labor, but I hadn't been having these contractions since like 11 the night before. So I was like done. I was like, (laughs) you know, I was ready to do this. So, you know, I was laying down because my back started to hurt and I wanted to get back in the pool. And my midwife was, she was like, you know, your baby's blood pressure rose up a little bit while you were in there, you know, and mind you that this is what happens when we all get into heated water. Our blood pressure will rise, you know, so 
she um so my chiropractor also came over to help adjust me and this really really helped so you know as I was hurting and I was in a little bit more pain when she came in really helped so as they told me I couldn't get into the water I had this force come through me like it was like a wave of knowledge I swear like I couldn't really understand you know at first what what it was but like this energy I was urged to go to my bathroom and get in my soaker tub and my soaker tub's pretty deep it's it's really big you know so I knew it would take a while for me to get the water to fill up so I'm a goddamn rebel and I was like I told them I'm getting in this bathtub whether y'all like it or not (laughs) you know so I wobbled over to the bathroom and within like three minutes of me walking over to the tub and me squatting in I felt this movement that I can only really describe (laughs) as like when you're watching cartoons and people are like going down the pipes you know or like a, a, a laundry chute and they get stuck that's kind of what it looked like what it felt like you know like it was like oh something's coming down I was like oh my god you know so that's that that's when I knew like baby is coming you know and I looked at my midwives and I like was rolling my eyes I'm like I told you bitches I told y'all you know I needed to be in water you know so like I was ignoring my negative thoughts you know as they came because I was nervous you know and I was excited you know my man kind of backed away and kind of let my doula do her thing. You know, she rubbing me and coaxing me to take deep breaths, you know. And, you know, we were in the process of pushing now, you know, since the baby's head was able to be seen. And what was really cool, what was really cool was that, you know, I was, uh, they were able to see the baby from my backside, you know. So as I'm in my, in the tub, they're able to see the baby as she's going down because my back, you know, like we're able to, the baby, y'all, y'all know what I'm trying to say. The baby was able to be seen from my back. <laughs> so, you know, mind you, <laughs> my first baby, I really didn't know how to push. No one taught me how to push, you know, so I really didn't know what they were, they, they were talking about. They were like pushing, you know, I was pushing the wrong side. So like, I definitely was making sure, you know, I was trying to remember everything that I learned in my hypnobirthing, you know, so I rose up out of the water and I started squatting. And I got ready to push and I felt this sensation of like fire and it was real quick as I pushed the contraction it was like a it was like a short push and that that second one I realized the baby was coming you know like she was coming like from the universe and it was like like soaring from the sky and it was fire it was hot it was like really hot you know so this is what I it, this is what I would uh, explain, like, the the feeling of a baby coming out. I would just, exp- like, fire. You know, it felt like a, a sensation that I really can't explain. You know, they coming from that cold world, you know, that cold world, you know, spirit world, and they're up there, and she was cold, and she actually coming from the universe, so now she's hot. She's warm. She's got that melanin, too, you know. So, you know, this was... um six pushes this was all I needed was six pushes those last two pushes I roared like I let out this roar and like Luna came she she came she was caught too um she had her cord wrapped around her head 
and we untangled it and my first my first thing that I said was is it a vagina or a penis <laughs> you know so this was really a beautiful you know experience you know seeing this little baby you know she was so beautiful and she let out this cry and she just laid on me it was so sweet you know my team and uh, my man they set up my sheets and my pillows and I lay with my baby on the bed and it was like one of the most exhilarating experiences you know like ever she took my heart away when she looked at me <laughs> you know and I didn't get this experience with Melissa I didn't get to hold her after I had her they took her right to the NICU so I wasn't able to you know have that bonding moment you know so I will say as soon as she came out I had no more pain you know like whatsoever so as we were laying in the bed, I had to remind my doula that I was not going to be cutting the umbilical cord. You know, I was going to have a lotus birth. And this is a process of keeping the placenta attached to the baby. You know, so I pushed out my placenta about an hour after the baby uh, came out. And we put the placenta in a bowl with some herbs. We had like oregano, uh, thyme, some sea salt. We just had a lot of herbs that, you know, are going to promote that good, all those good nutrients that is going to be delivered through the baby uh, with the umbilical cord, you know. So we carried around the the bowl with the baby. So wherever the baby went, the bowl had to go too. So, you know, naturally, you know, when we're in the hospital, the doctor starts, um, you know, tugging and twisting on your insides. Y'all, y'all, y'all felt that, you know, this is them trying to get your placenta out of you, you know, so we should naturally do that ourselves. Just like we would push the baby out, our placenta would, we would still be contracting after we have the baby because our placenta still needs to come out. All right. And they're not, they're not hard contractions like, you know, what you experience with the baby, but you're still going to be contracting to get rid of the placenta. So, you know, the doctor, you're not able to see this. You know, you got your legs in the air. You're too busy kissing on your baby. Everybody's hugging. Everybody's happy. You know, so you never truly see what they're doing with your legs in the air. You know, but they're tugging and they're pulling, trying to get your placenta out of your body. You know, and this is another reason, you know, why I say this is savage because they push on your stomach. Y'all know they push on your stomach and as they're pushing they're releasing like excess blood they're releasing leftover pieces of the placenta you know that probably ruptured when they were trying to get it out you know so those are that's the reason why I kept the placenta attached that was one of my reasons because I wanted the baby to have all those nutrients that she needed in those first few days because once once we cut that cord the baby also is it's painful for them of course you know that they can't breathe it's hard they have to start gasping for air and they're losing so much nutrients when we should be giving that to them it's their first day like their birthdays we spoil the shit out of our kids on their birthday this is their birthday spoil them less intervention the better okay so about um about two hours after that, we weighed her. She was seven pounds even. You know, I got ready to use the bathroom and I was nervous. I was really nervous as hell about, about using the bathroom after having the baby than I was about anything else. I wasn't scared of, you know, really pushing the baby out. I was ready. I was like, all right, I got this because it really didn't, the pain did not last long. I will say that when I was pushing, 
it only lasts as far as I was pushing. So when I was pushing on those contractions, I felt that fire until she came out. But I will say I was more nervous because nobody told me that when you have a baby in the hospital, that when you pee, that shit's gonna burn. That shit hurts. It's brutal. And there's no pain that I, you know, I want to experience like that anymore, you know, but being able to squat in the bathtub, being able to be in a position where my baby was not going against gravity, she came out effortlessly, you know, so when we're at the hospital, we're laying down, you know, with our back, uh, you know, it's not good for gravity, we're going to be having a baby come through this area and we're on our back, you know, we need to be in a position where we're elevated, you know, that's why I say squat, or doggy style, you know, have the baby doggy style or on the toilet. You know, a lot of people have the baby on the toilet. I was a little scared to do that, so I didn't do that. But, you know, when I went to the bathroom, I was so shocked because I didn't have any pain at all, you know, and like nobody told me that. I thought I was going to hurt. No one told me, but I had no scars. I had no tearing at all none whatsoever you know so I didn't have to have any stitches um I did use CMOS you know on on my V after you know just to make sure that everything was healing like it was supposed to but um but yeah you know so this was an experience that I really 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 loved I didn't have to clean up behind myself my doulas did all of that my team did all of that like (laughs) they just wanted me to lay down but you know uh after that we took a nap you know and it was everything was good it was peaceful blessing blessings after that you know so I definitely want to talk about you know for me the pros of having a home birth you know so I was able to set up my space you know to be comfortable I was able to have my family with me during this time you know because COVID was rampant and my man and my family would have had to you know be outside they wouldn't have been able to support me I would have been alone in that in that hospital, you know, hospital room besides the doctors, you know. So I also was able to have my own plan of care, you know, built for me and by me, you know, so that everything that I wanted to do, I truly did. You know, I, I experienced it, you know. So also another plus, like I said, I didn't have any pain while I was peeing. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to worry about my stomach getting beat up on because they were trying to take my placenta out and they had to get that excess stuff out. You know, my baby didn't have any intervention, which is really beautiful. You know, that's a process that I really wanted because she's a gift from the universe. I really wanted her to feel special, you know. So also, um, you know, I was also able to experience everything that I wanted to experience with my first daughter that I didn't get to. You know, I also was able to have a big ass pool in my dining room. And I mean, who wouldn't want to be in a heated pool in their house? Like it was so much fun. Um, uh, but definitely, you know, having a team of supporters, you know, my doula, my midwives, my chiropractor, like this made me really see, you know, us as women, you know, the strength of a lioness, you know, in the face of adversity, you know, everything going on with COVID and so many people were dying, you know, this really, um, helped me, you know, to be able to honor this birth, you know, and have an amazing birth for my baby girl, you know, and I definitely look back on this experience and, you know, any woman who's having a baby, I believe you should be able to have the knowledge and the tools so that you can make a conscious decision if, you know, if you want to have a more natural labor, you know, and have more control in your life and your body, you know, regardless if you want to have a home birth or not, if you have a home, a home birth, 
alone that doesn't mean that you won't have complications and that's not what i'm saying in this you know so i definitely just want you to be knowledgeable so if any of this that you heard you know bothered you or made you happy you know this this bothered me too you know learning this bothered me learning this intrigued me you know so when i found i was pregnant you know i learned all this knowledge you know i never knew i had to make a decision like that you know i never knew i would have to make such a a grand decision during such a terrible time you know so leave this podcast with love in your heart you know regardless of your personal situation that you had at home or in the hospital with your birth you know i understand we all have traumatic experiences during birth you know i was a mother of this with my oldest and in no way am i judging any of you women who have hospital births i'm informing on my experience and the knowledge that i learned you know we should all know so that you know you feel whatever best route is route is best for you you take that route but you make sure that you're knowledgeable because no one else can do this for you that baby is going to come regardless if we are there in the park if we're driving our car we need to be knowledgeable just so that way we are in control of our life and we're able to honor our baby we're able to do what we want so I definitely, um, I definitely thank y'all for listening to this. You know, I really wanted to talk about, you know, my experience with you guys and just let y'all know, you know, my ups that I had and also the downs, you know, I didn't know that I was going to be in labor for such a long time. You know, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to have to have those really tough contractions because I had an epidural with my first. So I wasn't, aware that they would feel like that you know what I'm saying I wasn't I didn't know you know and doing it I'm very happy I'm very happy I would do it all over again if I had the chance you know I'm not having any babies right now but I would do it all over again I would definitely not pay for another doula because I feel like I'm a doula now. (laughs) I'm going to be getting my certificate to actually become a doula. And also my man is a doula, you know. So I will be, you know, talking a little bit more about the vagina. Also the benefits and the things that we need to start doing to have a healthier vagina, you know, in order to be able to have a healthier pregnancy. So um let's wrap this up y'all you know let's leave this podcast on a high note let's say three positive affirmations about ourselves i am fierce i am soft and sweet (laughs) and i am a mommy (laughs) all right y'all so i love y'all stay blessed i'm so glad y'all were able to listen to my story any questions y'all have feel free to reach out to me okay all right have a blessed one